Hello and welcome to the latest edition in our podcast series, Six Minutes with Simmons. I'm Finan Branagh and I'm joined today by Robert Rosenberg, Partner and Chief Operating Officer at Independent Asset Manager, uh, Heptagon Capital. Uh, hi, Rob. Uh, you're very welcome. Hi, Finan. Um, Rob, st- starting with a, a question we are we're asking um, everyone on this series, um, how have you found the past 12 months both professionally and uh, personally? Yeah, I think it's a, a great question. Um, professionally and personally, I found it a bit challenging, to, to be honest. Yeah. You know, although our business has, uh, has done very well over the 12 months, working from home has really required a lot of additional time spent on managing the staff and ensuring employees are staying connected with each other uh, and the firm as well. So the working from home has done pretty well with videos and video chats and teams messaging and, and other forms of electronic communications. But myself and my other partners have actually had to spend a lot more time on the management side of the business. So really the, the connectivity of you know, the, the people with the firm uh, was, was a struggle at first. On, on the personal side, you know, I think everyone's kind of enjoyed working at home a bit as well, uh, depending on your circumstances. So if you have the other little kids running around, it's a bit hard. If you have a home office, it's a bit easier. And I think after the last 12 months, though, we're all set to go back in the office, at least part time is, is what I'm hearing from myself and, and my team. Yeah, I, I think an experience that, yeah, we're hearing consistently and, you know, albeit that I think there have been positives from a personal perspective for a lot of people. I, I think an overall sense of people looking forward to getting back and getting among the teams uh, and being able to 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 be uh, together physically in terms of uh, driving the business forward. Um, so, speaking of, dr- dr- sorry, uh, go ahead. One of the one of the other things that I think that the challenging is we have a lot of new staff that we've hired. Yeah. Uh, and getting them up to speed and training and firm culture uh, is very difficult, very challenging. Um, you know, I think, you know, the, those of us who have been at the firm, you know, 10 years, seven years or plus, uh, it's quite easy to work at home and understand, you know, the, the heptagon way of working and, and be able to comfortably speak with everyone. Um, but for the new staff who have started not seeing the people, not being in the office, uh, not understanding the culture has, has been very tough. Yeah, agreed. We, we've had a similar um experience here as well um and you you mentioned there um about you know from a business perspective it's been a successful time i mean yeah um certainly your irish usage platform has seen impressive growth particularly in the last year or so uh, wh- what do you put that down to um c- a combination of factors actually and p- part of it is the rising equity markets in general so we've been fortunate that our, our usage funds are pr- predominantly equity based um, but we also have a lot of great quality managers, and they've had fantastic performance. Uh, surprisingly, all of our strategies outperform their benchmarks. So, you know, if you look at growth, value, emerging market, global, uh, even some of our more uh, sustainable ESG-focused funds, uh, all were in positive territory and outperforming benchmarks over the year, which, which is kind of unheard of. Usually, you'd see, you know, growth doing well and value languishing, or global doing well and more localized not doing well. Um, so I think it was it's a real um, view on the quality of our managers uh, that they were able to do this. Um, and the diversity of our product offering also helped. So the fact that we can offer clients these diverse asset classes and strategies. So if a client uh, did want to make an asset allocation away from growth into value, the asset still stayed within the umbrella. Yeah. I think one of the other big factors is the uh, client service and our, that we give our uh, the investors. So part of our firm's you know, philosophy is really giving high level of client service. 
So we view the, the investors in our funds as our clients. So good times, bad times, we're constantly talking to them, communicating with them, uh, a lot of back and forth conversation about what strategies are working, not working, what products they might want to get involved in or what asset classes uh, and which ones they'd want to stay, stay away from. So I think the combination of all, all those things together uh, really helped us grow the, the asset base. And you you touched on ESG there. I mean, certainly that's emerged as a key topic for for regulators and for asset managers. Uh, what is Heptagon doing in this area? Uh, we're, we're doing a lot in this area, to be honest. We recently hired uh, an ESG expert to come join the firm. Uh, one of our intentions is to move all of our uh, Irish usage funds to at least a Category 8 uh, SFDR uh, categorization. Yeah, we, we took the view on ESG probably about 18 months or two years ago that this was starting to become, at that point, it was a trend. Um, and now it's actually, we thought we'd be ahead of the curve then, and now we're kind of, I'd say, the middle of the pack, getting back towards the head of the curve in terms of our capabilities. But bringing, bringing in the ESG expert gives us the focus and the capabilities to actually move forward on ESG. And we're trying to do this not just from kind of a marketing perspective. Yeah, I think a lot of firms are looking at it and saying, let's change the name of our fund, let's tick the boxes. You know, we're actually building out, you know, robust processes, uh, robust procedures and the right capabilities to use this as a competitive advantage. We want to be able to speak with, you know, to our clients who are asking more and more about ESG, uh, about our business partners and to be able to team up with new business par- partners in the future. It's, it's a very important uh, capability to have. And in terms of just looking forward and, and you know, looking for being, being able to partner with with, with new uh, partnerships. What are your business priorities for the next 12 months? Yeah, I'd say the, the short term, so the next three months is really embedding in our new in our new staff and getting everyone up to speed. Over the next 12 months, we want to continue our growth. So we always want to you know increase the, the assets that we're managing as a firm. Uh, that's in the uses business as well as some of the other business lines that, that we operate in. Specifically in terms of the USITs, um, it's adding new funds. So we have one article, SFD or Article 9 fund in the pipeline at the moment. So it's going to be managed by uh, a well-known Danish investment manager. Uh, we're looking to get that up and running in the next probably two months or so. Um, then also look at other strategies that we might think would be good for our clients over the next you know, year or two years. So we're starting to look forward. You know, what strategies, asset classes do we think will perform as the market changes? Um, if inflation starts kicking in, where, where do we think our investors will want to go? Um, and we also need to add some more more staff. So we added on the support team. Uh, now we're looking to build out the sales team as well. So looking to you know beef up some of the teams we currently have and also expand into other jurisdictions that we're not uh, covering that well at the moment. Very good. Very interesting. Um, listen, Rob, thanks for your insights this afternoon. Um, we I think we're we're in or around time. So uh, it's been great chatting with you again, and thanks very much. My pleasure. Thank you.